Hello everyone, welcome to another chapter, another episode of Dear Future Soulmate. I am Marisha Daly, I will be your host today. And I have two phenomenal queens in, the, in my midst and in my presence. They are beautiful women and they are here to share and tell their story. So to, on today, we're going to be talking about um, self-love, the intentional act. Um, I'll first like to introduce Janelle's and please, if I butcher your last name, please correct me. It's Sorero. Sorero. Yes, Sorero. And actually, your last name means healing. Yes. How ironic <laughs> is that? And can you please tell us what you actually do? Um, I'm a health and wellness coach. Um, I do that as a freelancer right now. And I am a contractor. I work um, just doing data right mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. as a side job. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, so let's hear it for Janelle. Yes. So we also have in our midst our wonderful and beautiful sister. She, I will, I'll let her introduce herself. Her name is Gloria. And um, please, tell Gloria, can you please tell us what you do? Uh, my name is Gloria Witherspoon, and I am actually a traveling hairstylist. Um, and I've been doing that for over 20 years. And now I'm moving into ministry. God has called me into something completely different. Um, I'm just so excited yes. to see this, what's coming out of this, you know. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Um, so we're here because even though we're three different individuals, but our path is crossed and connected in such a way that there is commonality in it. And um, as we... Um, dig in and unpack and devour and reveal, we see that our lives, we're at a crossroad right now because of the simple fact we are on this journey of evolving and um, recovering. And um, even though we're probably at different places in our time, but once again, the commonality is the fact that we're healing. We're at this place of healing. So Janelle, can you please tell us, tell, well, the way how I met Janelle, it's just so funny how the universe and God, how God works, is um, I vendor at 168th Street on um, Broadway, and one day, uh, Janelle's a twin, by the way. Um, her sister came to me, and she was uh, in kind of disarray because of the simple fact she was um, experiencing some outbreaks because of some medication. I believe it was cortisone. It was a steroid, a steroid. steroid. I, not cortisone, but mm -hmm. yeah. That um, the doctor had prescribed and she had an adverse reaction to it and actually her skin broke out in hives. So she asked me, um, do you have anything? And it was just so funny how she just put her faith and trust in me. It was just, I, I couldn't believe it. I was just blown away from that. And um, from there, there was just a dialogue and it just continued and continued until Janelle about a month or two ago, ordered some products for me, and we just started to converse and stuff like that, and realized that we had a lot in common. So I'll just let take it, let Janelle take it from there. So Janelle, um, what is your background? My background, I have a bachelor's degree in healthcare administration. Mm -hmm. um, when you asked me that the other um, the other day. I thought about how I wasn't I wasn't thinking intentionally of doing that major, but then it led me. I always wanted to be in the helping profession because mm -hmm. I believe in serving others. Mm -hmm. um, so I did healthcare administration as a bachelor's, and then I went into the hospital field 
Um, I was a project coordinator there for about six to seven years. Um, I loved it, but I knew deep down it wasn't my calling. Mm. I know there was something deeper than that. And when I had my daughter um, during the pandemic, when right after the pandemic, I said, it's time for me to go ahead. I'd started developing stress, anxiety, mm. and that's when I knew it was time to go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I left. I stood with my daughter at home during the pandemic, and I'm so thankful to have that time with her to be a mom. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that—that's what I know deep down. That's one of my soul calling mm -hmm, callings mm -hmm. to just be a mom and be present. And um, I had knew I had some mother motherly abandoned issues from my mom. Mm -hmm. Mother so, issues. Mom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. as me and you have the same common, mm -hmm. that we have that in common and we heal through our daughters. Yes. And I'm mm -hmm. healing through Luna, that's her name. Mm -hmm. and, and what does Luna mean for people who don't know? Moon. Yes. Moon. <laughs> so I feel like the moon, I... I when I was pregnant with her, I wanted to name her Jayla, mm -hmm. and I would see her name pop up everywhere. Like, I wanted Luna, but I was like, oh, I like Jayla. It sounds mm -hmm. like my name, Janelle. Mm -hmm. But I would see her name everywhere. There would be Bodega's name, Luna. Everywhere was Luna. There was this champagne that came out. Um, I asked her brother, because she has a, a brother mm -hmm. from her dad's side. Mm -hmm. I said, what do you want her... Um, middle name to be because mm -hmm. I wanted him to be part of mm -hmm. it it's like Rose mm -hmm. so I named her Luna Rose mm, that's so pretty a month before I gave birth this was champagne came out Luna Rose I'm mm -hmm. like this is meant to be mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I feel like Luna throughout the darkness of my time she brought in light mm -hmm. even when she was in the womb mm -hmm. and the womb is dark yes it is and I said Luna she's been, she's illuminating mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that was my calling, like name her Luna, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was constantly like Jayla, Jayla, mm -hmm. like, you know Luna. Um, she healed me in ways of showing that pure love, even when she's three yes. years old right now, mm -hmm. and authentic love. Mm -hmm. It's something so pure mm -hmm. and so harmless. Mm -hmm. is is unexplainable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Gloria, tell us. Because I, you know, I'm just so proud of my sister girl right here. Um, we met about 15 years ago. 13. 13, 13 years ago. And we met, um, we both, we're both parents, so we have kids. And I believe it was Harlem Block, Harlem, Harlem Block, or? When we first met? Yeah. Wasn't it? Yes, can't East remember. Yes. Harlem Block. Yes. Yeah, and she came in with her kids and her husband and everything always poised put together and stuff like that and um we disconnected and stuff and of course um anyone that knows me i'm a medical licensed esthetician and i vendor not too far around from here um i have to one first and first and foremost give some shout outs to cassandra she is the one that's hosting the podcast um and i don't know if you could see it she owns a, a store, it's, I call it a candy shop, but it has a variety of different clothing and stuff. I'm actually wearing one of her pieces now as a tonic. And um, she has clothing from, from fashion designers from all over the world, even pieces from Michael 
Kay Williams, the, um, the guy who just recently died about three or four months ago. Um, and you should check it out. It's, she's on um, 147th Street in St. Nicholas, and her, the name of the store is Harlem Creative Collective. And I just want to give a shout out to her. She is a phenomenal woman. Um, her journeys, her, everything that she's been through, it exemplifies who she is, just where we're set, sitting right now. But um, thank you, Cassandra, for allowing us into your space and um, giving us this time to do the podcast. So I'm going to go back to Gloria in reference to your journey and how we all just come 360 and we're connecting, even though we're individuals, diff- three different individuals on a, on, a, on, a, on a journey, a soul quest. Yes, a soul quest. Yeah. So 13 years ago... Mm-hmm. Me and you met, and mm-hmm. our daughters are the exact same age. And we split up, and then we just met up maybe a month ago. Yes, yes. And I was like, oh, this is so meant to be. So talking about journeys, <laughs> journeys, oh, wow. Um, my journey. Uh, I've been married for 23 years, going through a divorce right now. Mm-hmm. Two kids, 18 and a 21-year-old. Worked at a hair salon for about 16 years, and God was like, uh, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. But before God told me it's time to go, I was 32 years old, and I remember a friend saying, you need to turn back to God. You need to turn back to God. And I was just like, how do I do that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm turning back to God. Um, my vision was to open up a big hair salon, mm-hmm. and I was so excited about it. But God was like, uh-uh, nope. Wow. It's not going to happen. And I just felt him pulling me away. And I was like, oh. so I was afraid to tell my husband, mm-hmm. you know, that um, God was pulling me in a different direction. But we were unequally yoked. Gotcha. So we know how that works mm-hmm. out. It can work and they come along or it, it doesn't work. And um, 2020 hit. Let me go back a little bit. 2017 is when God said it's time to go. Um, and I was like, okay. Uh, 2020 hits and I can't work because I do house calls mm-hmm. May 16th is when the pandemic happened June 23rd is when my husband walked out mm-hmm. and I had my daughter and my son wind up going with him uh, talk about the darkest moments the darkest times the darkest times but God create the most beautiful things in the darkest times you know and I can be honest and say if he was still there this journey that I'm on I would not be as deep as I am so talk about a father that knows the plans he has for each and every one of us Mm -hmm. it's just Mm mind-blowing so I just stood fast and I started taking this theological class in my church I just finished yes just got my certificate I'm excited and it's so funny because I listen to people talk about their journey you know and the plans that God has for them and their calling and they're actually afraid I said I'm nosy I'm nosy I need to see everything what you got planned for me I need to see I want to see because because I know I know deep down in my heart my plans are like in a little box but his plans are universal because he's the creator of the universe Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I'm like oh yeah I'm nosy father God show me Mm -hmm. I'll go scared I'll do it afraid you know Mm -hmm. so um I left Jersey and now I'm actually living back in the city with my not with my daughter because she's in college and 
I feel like I'm just passing through right now. Mm -hmm. So my next step will definitely be another state. Mm -hmm. I'm just making sure it's set in stones, but um, I'm excited because I know it's bigger where I'm going than where I am right now. So darkness, darkness is, is beautiful, it right? Is, it is. It's beautiful. Actually, when you're um, when we plant seeds in the ground, yes. we have it has to be, um, the soil has to nurture it. It has to be in that dark place. Yes. And then when we water it and the sunlight hits and then it starts to expand. What a beautiful thing, you know? Yes, yes. <laughs> the analogy. Yes, so we're both at a crossroads. All of us, we're at crossroads and stuff, um, Janelle and I, because of our Caribbean background, even though you're Dominican and I'm Jamaican, <laughs> there is commonality in reference to how they, they speak. Um, one of the things that I like about you, Gloria, you didn't, have, you didn't go through mommy issues. Your mom was very nurturing and protective and stuff like that. And I think that's why you are such at a healthy place. Not to say that me and Jamali are not at a healthy place, but we had to transition into that place. Mm -hmm. And Janelle, I know for a fact for me, um, I was coming from a place of hurt, you know, um, being hurt um, because at the age of seven, um, it's where we start to manifest who we are going to be. And when hurt people come in and diminish our shine and who we are. Mm -hmm. It takes a minute for us to get to that place of where, where we're supposed to be. I know I could only speak for myself, but for you, Janelle, what was that like, you know, with the mommy issues and stuff? I would say I went through, well, my mom migrated from the Dominican Republic mm -hmm. and married my dad here. And she came with a hustle mentality. Mm -hmm. You know, every immigrant comes. Yeah. Like, I need a hustle. Mm -hmm. And that never left to this day. She's still the same. Mm -hmm. um, that trans, her money um, hustle transpired from neglecting me. I have to talk for myself because mm -hmm. my relationship with my mother is very unique to my other two siblings, okay. other two sisters. Okay. So that's why I always tell my sisters, and when they listen to this podcast, that this is about me, mm -hmm. it's not about them. This mm -hmm. is my story, mm -hmm. how she neglected me emotionally mm -hmm. as a child and what I went through, and that manifested in the choice of men Woo. that I had. Think about it. Talk yeah. about it. <laughs> so I didn't know what love was. I wish someone would have told me in school, in high school, there's self-help books, there's therapy. Mm -hmm. I didn't know nothing about that. I picked up a self-help book when I was like 20, I'm 32 now, mm -hmm. when I was 27. So it says something's bothering me, like my career was going well, everything was going perfect, I was mm -hmm. financially stable mm -hmm. at 26, 27, and something was bothering me. The choice, like I wasn't happy in my relationship. My first relationship, I was 19. And I moved in with him. Mm -hmm. um, he was showing me love by material things. Mm -hmm. That was now I'm realizing that wasn't love. Mm -hmm. um, and who's to blame? I don't know. I don't know what right. he went through. Right. And then after that relationship, um, I got with Luna's dad, and that became an abandonment. Like mm. he, when I was pregnant, he abandoned me. Mm. Um, and 
that manifested for me not healing from my, my mother what she done to me and not taking accountability of what I was allowing and how I was being treated. I didn't know better. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, this is love. Like My mom didn't show me, so mm -hmm. how was I supposed to know? Well, when I grew up in an abusive home, mm -hmm. so that manifested in me being abandoned when I was pregnant. One of the, I, to this day, if I would be pregnant, would I do it again, be pregnant again? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I would. At the beginning, three years ago, I said, nope, I'm never gonna do it again. But I can't let him steal my life. Right. I can't let that overpower me. Mm -hmm. I have to think positive, like what do I want? What is love and is someone's, not material, is someone's loyalty, honesty, compassion, mm -hmm. a cheerleader. Um, I saw the documentary on Netflix, it's called Live to Li Live. I don't mm. know if you guys saw it. Mm. And Ruth Bader, she said, um, one of the most component parts of my success is my husband. He is my cheerleader. Wow. He was the cook of the house. Wow. And I said, wow, your support system is so important. Yes. Yes. For you to succeed. And I had to take a look at like, who are my support systems today for me to succeed mm -hmm. from all the disparities and mm -hmm. socially economic like, mm -hmm. as a Latina woman mm -hmm. as a minority but we are the majority yes we are the majority <laughs> we are yes. the majority yes. we're in the books we're the minority yeah or we are the, the majority. majority yes yes mm -hmm. so that um had me thinking what do I want Besides all these material things that I was spoiled before, my first relationship when I was 19, mm -hmm. that was in love. And then I was abandoned and mistreated. And like, what do I want? Mm. I got you. I feel yes. you. Because um, I got sick about, about um, the same time that Gloria and I connected again. About a week later, I got sick. I had a real bad cold. And God, has, God is an intentional God. Yes. yes, he's an intentional God and he knew what he was doing because just like your mom, which my mom too, she has that hustle and flow mentality. Oh, I, I acquired that hustle, you know, so um, I, I work for everything that I got, but he had to have that alone time with me. And the only way he had to have that alone time with me is me getting sick. So I got sick, and that's when I started getting the downloads. The downloads was coming. And just like you, what Janelle said, what is it that I want? You didn't know. Monique, Arisha, I didn't know what I wanted, you know. And I'm like, how can I meet my future soulmate or whomever when I don't even know what I want, you know? Mm -hmm. So we all are on this quest for finding true love, you know, but I feel that love starts from within, and we have to love ourselves first. We have to have a dialogue with ourselves. <laughs> and um, what I realized that I had mommy issues. I had put mom, um, my mommy issues and my daddy issues on the shelf because I became a mom. And just like Janelle, when and I know that Gloria could attest to 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 it. When you become a mom, it's just like oh my gosh, it's such an, an an experience you know you witness that unconditional love that raw authentic unconditional love you know um, where 
my daughter's just loving on me and I'm loving on her and she she's saying Ma, she's grateful she's saying thank you thank you mom thank you everything was thank you and I appreciated that but also at the same time um, this is where my journey and your journey is different my daughter is 19 and she's leaving the nest so now I have time <laughs> to deal with myself <laughs> yeah sit down and face it. Yes. We all have those moments that God pushes you against the wall. Like, it's now or never. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that's where I am and I know that Gloria could attest to that and maybe when you want to put some input on this solo journey that you go on this empty nester. <laughs> it's so crazy because you know how they say little kids, little problems, big kids, big problems. I didn't know what they were talking about. Mm. So it's crazy because when you get that phone call, you know, from one of your kids and they're crying, mm -hmm. you know, and you're like, what's wrong? And you're like, okay. And I know people say you don't want your, your, your kids to be your friends, but you want them to trust you the way they trust some of their friends. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right? And still be that parent because me and my kids talk about everything. That's great. But I had to get to that point where it's like, breathe. Remember, you were their age. Mm -hmm. and you probably did worse than what they've done, you know? So I was like, okay, you got this. And I always cover them in prayer. Let's pray about it. Mm -hmm. It's your decision. Let's put it in God's hands. And they're like, okay. And like you said, I, I didn't have mommy issues. My mom is like, oh, thank God this lady is. This lady is my rock, and she mm. had me at 16 years old. Mm. And by the age of 22, she had four kids. Wow. And my dad was very abusive, so I had daddy issues, mm. which trickled into my relationships. Mm. You know, you guys had mommy, but mm. I had dad issues, mm. and I was so aggressive towards men, but I didn't know why. Mm. And I was just like, okay, like, why? And it was like God started to reveal um, the issues were started with my dad. And even in my marriage, I was aggressive towards uh, my husband, but not realizing why. He'd be like, why are you so angry? Why are you so aggressive? And God had to show me my grandfather's heart to help me understand my dad. Mm. Not my dad's heart, but my grandfather's heart to see it comes from somewhere. Mm. And once he revealed that to me, and I was like, okay, God, I need you to like heal my heart, mm -hmm. you know, so I can, you know, be that better wife. But it was already like, it was already too late. But I was like, okay, I got this now. So this is, and, but it goes into your relationship with your kids, mm -hmm. you know? So the healing part is just so important because when you heal, your, your children heal. Yes, yes. If you're so unhealed, true. your children yeah. cannot heal. Yeah. That is so true. And it becomes a generational curse. Mm -hmm. Yes. And if you are not aware of it, it goes on and just repetitive and it repeats itself like a cycle and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. Um, in reference to abandonment issues, so I think that we all could conclude that we all have abandonment issues. Janelle, what were your abandonment issues that you were feeling, uh, facing? I feel like as a teenager, you need your mom the most mm -hmm. at that stage. And I learned a lot of things in school. And I was basically raised by my grandmother. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't relate to her. I couldn't go to her and tell her like I like someone. Like I literally just spoke with my friends, even though I wanted that mother. But my mom was at my. Mm. I had my grandmother. Like 
couldn't have that conversation. Mm. Um, so I felt abandoned at that, especially I feel like high school teenagers, like that's a very critical part in, um, in a woman's life, yeah. mm-hmm. just having that mother figure mm-hmm. to give you that advice, to even talk about your menstrual and how you're feeling and that support. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that. And now with Luna, the way I'm transmuting um, that. I like that word, transmuting. I like that word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm transmuting that hurt and that pain to, to heal because being aware and having that self awareness is self love. Mm-hmm. Just that, you just open up Pandora box. Like, you know that you're accountable for what happened with your mom. And it's like you said, something probably happened with her mom because my mom is number nine out of 12 kids. Wow. In the Dominican Republic. And I know she didn't get attention. Mm -hmm. So part of self-healing is having compassion, understanding my mom's background Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. So I have to forgive her for Mm -hmm. that. Right, most definitely. Because most likely, a little bit of it, well, most of it was un- unintentional, mm-hmm. and then the rest she was she conscious because I spoke when I gave birth to Luna. I said this has to come out because mm-hmm. now I'm a mother. Mm-hmm. I'm a whole different person. Mm-hmm. I spoke to her, and she took. She sat down and she she didn't know what to say. She laughed in my face. I'm like this lady did not laugh in my face about how emotionally was feeling about mm-hmm. her, and I said you know what. I'm in the next chapter of my life and I'm not accepting this and I just had to let it go. And now I'm transmuting that hurt with a better relationship with Luna. Like I bond with her, I take her out to have ice cream time on Fridays, I take her out to museums, I'm building that bond from now. Mm-hmm. And. She's so self-aware. She tells me, "Mommy, I am not happy with you." That just doesn't make sense. I said, "She's only three. She said, "I'm not happy." She said, "Are you happy?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm happy. I'm not happy." I said, "Why?" She's like, "I don't know. I'm not happy." I'm like, "Why?" She's like, "Okay, well, you figure it out." She's like, "I'm mad because you screamed at me." I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm sorry." So allowing your kids to be self-expressive is a great thing. Exactly. They're very self-aware. Hey, if I did something wrong, you let me know, and I'm going to correct it. Mm-hmm. And that's where it begins. And, I'm, I, and I know 100% sure I'm going to have a healthy relationship with Luna. And that's the way I have to heal from it. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be there, but I have to learn to react to the situation in a different way right. yeah. to, in order to continue my healing yeah. journey. This yeah. is forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and evolving is forever. Our soul is is forever. You know, our body may wither away, but our soul is eternal. And I like the piece that when you were talking about forgiveness, and forgiveness is not really for your mom, but it's for you. And that's another yes. part of your healing process, you know, and stuff. And um, in reference to with Sanaya, Sanaya's my best friend. She's my bestie. And I can 100% say that she saved my life because... I had Sanaya, I didn't know if I was going to have a child because I thought I was going to become my mom. And I had Sanaya at 31. I had a late. And I was, you know, in the in that interim, I really didn't know, just like what you were talking about, uh, about the self-help and going out there and getting that help. So I just swept it under the rug because I really didn't know what resources to take in order to heal. And... It, I had a conversation with God. I said, Lord, 
I'm pregnant. And please help me protect me or protect Sanaya from me because I don't want to hurt her, you know. And I don't know, once after I gave birth and I saw my daughter, that love, that whatever issue I had with my mom, when I saw Sanaya, it just superseded everything, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I became that mama bear and, you know, just loving on her and, you know, just... Just like you, taking her out to the movies, taking her out to museums. I neglected myself. Every time I went into the store, I was buying clothes <laughs> for her instead of me, you know. So, yeah, it's it's a, it's a wonderful thing. Same. Yeah. It is. It yes. is. So, I commend you, Gloria, that you have such a beautiful relationship with your mom. That's amazing. <laughs> yes, That's yes, yes. That's something that, and I know that your children are healthy because I, you're healthy. I see it. Yes. 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 So, um, in reference to healing, being the fact that you're a wellness coach, what does healing look like to you, and how do you can you give some people tidbits on how to heal? I would say journal. Mm. Journal your feelings, journal how you feel. If you don't know how to make a decision right there and now, sometimes we go to someone to talk to, but the best person you you know intuitively, you have to learn how to trust yourself. Mm -hmm. Get your advice, but sometimes you need to make your own choice. So I journal, whether it's um, being hurt or having... Um, inconsistency of like let's say eating habits or like a sleeping pattern or just bad habits in general um i would say journaling will help um seeking therapy um i would say um self-help books help me a lot as mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh, i the first book i um read was called um you can hear your life by uh i think her name is I know it's Hey. Her last name is Hey. I forgot her her first name. Forgive me. Um, but that helped me a lot. And then changing my diet mm. helped me heal a lot. Mm. Um, the food that we intake speak on it, sis. Um, speak on it. <laughs> affects our gut, and oh, our gut yes. is our second brain. Yeah, Ooh, speak on it. <laughs> and you have to be very self-aware of what you put in your body because it will mess up your brain. Yes. And yes. I have learned it the hard way, like when God, when your body starts rejecting certain food, it's your body and speaking to you. Your yes. um, you start beginning to get brain fog, and you can't think clearly. You need to change your diet. And that happened to me, and I had to learn the hard way. Like I was like, oh my God, but I love coffee, and I I love chicken, and that's not how my body. I'm involving. And when you involve and you need to change your diet. Yes. And mm -hmm. also... Um, it's a lifestyle change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's... <laughs> I'm just like you, I started neglecting myself mm -hmm. with Luna. Like, I was pouring into her, pouring into her, and, sh and buying her stuff. And mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, I want... The way I wanted to feel as a little girl, I wanted her to feel mm -hmm. it. So, and then I burned out. And I said, wait. There needs to be balance. And self-love is balance. Seriously. 
speak on it. Yes. Mm -hmm. So when I'm coaching um, pregnant moms, I say you need to balance yourself when they have two to three kids. Like mm -hmm. balance, mm -hmm. balance it out. Mm -hmm. Have your me time. And I also went through the mom guilt because mm -hmm. you uh, wellness coaching. You have to talk from experience. Right. Mm -hmm. Can't make things up. <laughs> right. Most definitely. So I said you have to balance things out. I had to balance things out, mm -hmm. and I had to take a pause from my wellness coaching because I couldn't juggle it all. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when you take that pause, and I had to take a pause, and I left the healthcare industry because uh, I couldn't balance it all, mm -hmm. like being a mom mm -hmm. and self healing myself. I'm like mm -hmm. okay, I have to be a mom during this pandemic. This is my calling now. Mm -hmm. God is telling me mm -hmm. I need to be a mom. Right, I need to go home. I need to resign from my hospital job because mm -hmm. they wasn't accommodating mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. um, to work from home. I was considered essential now mm -hmm. to the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Have I never have I never gotten pregnant with Luna? I would have stood in the hospital wow. field, but it was God knew mm -hmm. <laughs> why I got pregnant in twenty nineteen, mm -hmm. and I had to leave. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. and now I'm here. Mm -hmm. yes, so, yes. I made the right choice. Yeah, so as we're on mm -hmm. our soul quest, my spiritual friend, and I'm so proud of you that you achieved. So what is it that you're going to do with your newfound um, accomplishment? What's your next journey? I have no idea. Okay, you're just going to let God lead I'm you. just going to walk by faith and not by sight. Right, mm -hmm. most definitely. Just trusting him mm -hmm. to take me wherever that leads me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So in reference to uh, our spirituality and in reference to us healing ourselves, do you have some advice in reference to that? Um, what does it look like? How we have it for a person that's just starting, you know? Um, because we, you know, the, we know that the soul is connected to that spiritual piece of spirit and stuff. And, you know, the, the soul is the logical place. It's also the emotional place. And it's also the imaginative place. So is there some things that you can help a person out with in reference to once they're starting their journey? Uh, what scripture pops up is John 15. Mm. Okay. And... That's staying connected to the vine. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if you're not connected to the vine, you can bear nothing. Mm -hmm, right. So it's all about connection. Um, and I know a lot of people, um, you know, we think we can do it on our own as humans, mm -hmm. but you need the help. The help is there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, it took me a while to really connect with God, but this relationship, it's a relationship, it's not a religion. Right. And I always mm -hmm. tell people, I'm like, there's a difference between people. religion mm -hmm. and um, being spiritual. Religion goes by the rules. Mm -hmm. in the book spiritual is having that deep relationship with God and you can hear him yes. you know you can feel his presence and you can understand when he tells you to be still you know to be still if he needs you to move you know to move mm. but if he tells you to move just know that he got your back mm. but when mm. we move on our own it's a different story yes. you yeah. know so that connection is so so important and if I didn't have him, the healing that I needed, like I said, he showed me my grandfather's heart to help mm -hmm. me understand mm -hmm. how to forgive my dad, mm -hmm. you know, and, mm -hmm. and just, like you said, the downloads, how they come in, they mm -hmm. come in different shapes and sizes, 
And it's just so beautiful that we all have this special gift. And like you said, within, right? Mm-hmm. Within, the spirit is within mm-hmm. each and every one of mm-hmm. us. And he speaks to us differently, mm-hmm. you know? It could be a sign. It could be music. Mm-hmm. He could send someone to tell you something. So it's just that connection that is so important that I feel like a lot more people need it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It starts with us, right? Right. What do they see? What do they see? Do they see God in you? Mm-hmm. Or what do they see? If they don't see God in you, then it's it's like, okay, I need to check myself. Mm-hmm. You know, because everywhere we go, God is with us. And right. people, when they say he's everywhere, he's yeah. in you, yeah. he's in you, yeah. he's in me. Because yeah. we are God. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And God is spirit, yeah. right? And yeah. God is spirit. Yeah. So um, just the connection, John 15, it's just something to like really hang on to mm-hmm. just staying connected because if you're not connected you cannot bear much fruit Most definitely. so if we bear much fruit then we can help each other yeah. out mm-hmm. you know and that's the ultimate task that he has given charge all of us um to love yes you know yes it's not to be judgmental not to criticize because all our works are totally different yes. but the commonality is that we have to love you know and that's a part of healing you know um, I know when I was uh, getting my downloads um, on, on my journey, on my me getting working on myself, getting well. The um, issue is um, how do I love somebody again? You know that was. <laughs> Seven years not in a relationship at all. So I'm just like, mm. journal. <laughs> Write a new narrative. Okay. I'm in the end, and then, like, I'm writing a new narrative. I'm writing a new story. Because I saw myself living in the past. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I had told my, like, I'm reading a, a book called um, Lighter by mm-hmm. Young Pueblo. Okay. And it's letting go of your past so you could feel lighter. He's like, you need to learn how to let go and write a new narrative. I'm like, I have to write a new narrative. Mm-hmm. Like how I want things to look. How do I want to feel inside the feeling? So the feeling is very important to me. How do I really want to feel? Mm-hmm. And it starts with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who's this book, the person who, um, uh, the book you just said? Young, so, young Pueblo. Can you, uh, um, we'll, I guess I'll put it down or link it somewhere so people can actually get it. But I see you over here super excited. So yeah, let's I want to see you. I, see. <laughs> I want see. some juice. <laughs> it's crazy because when you say love, right? And you say, how do you love again? Mm-hmm. When that connection is so deep with God, he mm-hmm. teaches you how to love. Because I thought I knew what love was. Even being in a relationship for 23, 24 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I didn't have no clue what love was. Mm-hmm. Oh, but let me tell you about now. Mm-hmm. Okay, even going through this whole divorce situation, I am so ready to love whoever God has for me. My heart is so open. I mean, I'm a little staying back right now, but I'm like, when that person comes, oh, that love is going to overflow because God showed me how to love. Exactly. You know, so once you learn how to like love God and how his love works, and like you say, we have to love each other, which sometimes is the hardest thing is love your neighbors as you love yourself yeah right. he's still working on me in that part but once you love that you can love anything and anybody it's it's so beautiful mm-hmm. so yeah the love that i have now mm-hmm. oh it's so beautiful it's mm-hmm. gonna be so different i feel look at, i actually feel sorry for the husband that's coming my Ooh, way because yes. i'm like i'm like <laughs> yes. i'm like let me tell you because this love is gonna overpour yes, you know yes, you know yes. being healed from my dad right. you know so 
I'm like, yes, Lord, bring it. Bring yes, it, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Most oh. definitely. And going back to her, I think it's so important because she's in, I could tell she's in a state that she's happy with herself. Yes. Yes. And one of the things I have read in the book Lighter is a partner doesn't bring happiness. You yes. have to yes. bring the happiness to yourself. Yes. Your partner is going to bring value yes. to you. He's going to show you what you worth. That's like, right. That's, that's what right. you're going to show. That's like, right. Oh, you have to have that happiness within mm-hmm. yourself. And um, as I was getting the downloads and stuff like that, our soulmate is not only the person that you're connected to, but he will let you, when you can't see yourself, he will show you you. Yes. You understand? Yes. And he will do it with love yes. and truth. Yes. Yep. You know? And it's just so funny. Like, I'm, I'm 50 years old. And um, the things that I wish I learned earlier, but this is just in God's divine time, yes, you know, yes. and how he just pours and Janelle, you're younger than me, but you have so much wealth. I wish I had that wealth when I was 32 or 34, but I'm, it's just the fact that we arrived, you know, yes. so we're at a destination. You I know? feel like I'm an old soul. <laughs> you are. You are. No, I'm, a, I'm a very old soul. Like I've been here so many times and like... <laughs> could relate no matter the age <laughs> i think i do um connect with older women now okay. and that means uh i have emotionally matured so you evolved i've have evolved yeah. many 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 years like a lot of people my age they're mentally not where i'm at it's the mental yeah yeah and so yeah. that's why i connect with women um, 40 and up uh-huh. like I don't connect with women like my age mm-hmm. it's so like I'm like wow like <laughs> and that shows my maturity yes. and how much I have yes. involved in yes. only being 32 years yes. old yeah talking from experience yes like, you know. yes so I believe <laughs> although I know so whoever our soulmate is just like how you said Gloria they're going to get so much out of us, you know, and how we're just going to be pouring into them and they're pouring into us, you know, it's just, it's just a beautiful thing, you know, um, the, uh, love, love is an action, it's an intentional act and that we're all here intentionally working on ourselves, you know, for 2023, 2023 is a year of intuitiveness, it's also a year of compassion. It's a year of leadership, you know, mm-hmm. we, ha- we lead by example, you know, and the charge is um, to love, you know, we're loving. So as we're unpacking today, and I'm so happy that we're shedding one layer and stuff and being exposed in a place of, uh, of authenticity, delicacy, um, and it's nothing rushed. Because I, I'm vibing in this room right now. I'm so light right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the, the frequency yeah. that's, you know, that we're vibrating on. And one of the things that I'm piggybacking on with you, uh, Janelle, is when you were talking about food, the certain foods that we're eating. And we have to be high vibrational. You know, we eat high vibrational foods. Stop eating foods that stay in your digestive tract for two or three days, you know. And not to say there's anything wrong, there's anything wrong with eating meat or whatever, but we need to limit. Turn our plate down in reference to the how much uh, meat we consume. Yes. We should be eating more raw vegetables, um, um, fruits and stuff like that. So we are vibrating on a high frequency so we can feel because we are, just because we're human, we're spiritual beings first, mm-hmm. you know. And we need to elevate. <laughs> Agreed. Yes. yes. Yeah. 
So on this being said, I'm just so I'm just so blessed that I'm here with two beautiful sisters, <laughs> and um, I'm just so um, happy on the journey that we're going on. And one of the things before you even said Janelle is the fact, and it's so funny because Gloria she had bought me a journal about a week ago or two, and it was almost filled. <laughs> yes. But um. As we're unpacking, um, and where, however, God leads, however, if He takes us into season two or season three or season four, we're going to keep unloading and un, um, um, dissecting and putting into our journals so we can. This will be the manuscript for our, our soulmates, mm -hmm. you know, and stuff. So I'm just so happy and delighted that you found the time, that you two took the time to be here with me and to speak um, in a place of truth and love and I'm I'm excited to see where the next episode is going to come from yes so in closing as you know um, from Healthy Lifestyle Solutions by Sanaya's Wellness and um, Dear Future Soulmate um, anyone that knows me I always like to close with um, wishing you and extending to you love peace grace health wealth and prosperity stay well <laughs> <laughs>